0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie Mae Beluso. I hope you're living, loving, and learning in your life. This is going to be a fun episode. It's a Dr. Beluso episode. I just got done doing the goddamn comedy jam for the Netflix is a joke festival. And it was a blast. So it's a show where comedians go do some stand-up and then they sing afterwards. It is It's so much fun. You get to feel like a rock star for a night. And I sang, don't stop believing. I wonder if I sang it well enough, if we would get copywritten, like get the copyright law. If I sang it so well that we had to pay money, that would be an achievement for me. That'd be a sign of success. Um, this episode, yes, is a Dr. Peluso episode. Uh, It's an episode where I give answers to questions and my advice based off of based off of how I've lived my life and I am not a doctor, nor do I claim to know everything. It's just based off of what I've already experienced and, you know, sharing is caring. And if you want to send your questions via email, you can do that at comedy at gmail.com and email me your question. Just make sure you specify if you want me to say your name or not. I will never say someone's uh, full name, but sometimes I, re- I, I, I should read them first. Maybe I'll start doing that, but also let me know if you want me to say your name or not. And yeah, we're going to be answering some questions. But before we answer some questions, this week's guest is very sharp. She's quick with the joke and a light of the smoke. She's the one, the only, the board uncertified. Street smart herself, Mr. Doctor. Mr. Dr. Peluso? Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 You're beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz I'm a fucking professional each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're going to get it's raw uncut and funny it's me chickadee check 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 chickadee check 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 okay no so i've been gone all day what we're not going to do. Guys, okay, so I'm going to take care of my dogs. Hold on, everybody. Come on. No, we're not doing this. Let's go. Carlin. Bunny, let's go. You guys are all going in here. Come on, Chip. Carlin. Go. Go. Bunny, come. Okay. Go on, Bunny. That's it. Stay down. That's just what has to happen. At some point, you've got to put your fucking foot down, even if it's to a paw. I just put my foot down to 12 paws. I don't know how many. Oh, too many fucking paws is what I put my foot down to. I have way too many paws in this house. I think the ratio of paws to feet in this house is the direct math that proves uh, dying alone. Pretty sure that 12 12 paws is 12 paws too many to have in a household. Especially the paw to human ratio. The paw to foot ratio in this house, it's not cute. It's definitely a, a wellness check overdue. <laughs> it's definitely an overdue wellness check. I am running on all sorts of fumes. The police are on their way. I'm sorry for taking such a ginormous gulp, but I am really proud of my I got these vintage glasses, got a good grab. They're really cute. They've got like a little pink hue to them. Something about having matching glassware in your house with dishes that makes you feel like a fucking adult. But then you go back to counting the paws and you realize, am I an adult? Do adults have a one person zoo? I don't know if that's adultish or not. I'm not sure. Before we get into this Dr. Peluso episode, thank you to everybody who um, has tweeted, retweeted, messaged, liked, commented on my special taping post that I made. We filmed it last week. I think it was last week. I don't know what day it is. It was filmed recently. And I had a really great time at the festival. We had a blast. I only had a couple shows. I couldn't make it to one because I was about to crash and had so many things to do for are filming i'm going to be going to greece to film for netflix very soon so it's been a lot of pre-production and i've also uh, just have been really focused on my health so i can make it to greece and we went to the netflix is a joke finale uh festival finale party last night it was the comedy store and it was a lot of fun got to see some of my friends um, got to reconnect with people I haven't seen in a while. Polly Shore was there. What's up, buddy? Jeff Ross, Jimmy Carr, Donnell Rollins, my future baby daddy. Um, it, it was a lot of fun, and it was strange to see the club all emptied out. Ran into Cheeto Santino, and you know, I just something about that guy. I just Something's wrong with him. Something's off. And I think he needs to be hospitalized. Um, So I'm going to put that out for the people to consider. I think Cheeto, let him know. Let him know that I'm talking shit about him. I love him so much. He's one of my favorite people to fuck around with. I can't even fake talk shit about him because there's just something about his face that makes me want, I want to smush it. I want to take his face and encapsulate it in my hands and then smush it into a cheese puff just a teeny cheese puff and then feed it to Bobby Lee. That's how much I love Cheeto Santino. I want him to live forever as nourishment inside of Bobby Lee's body. That's what I want to do. I, I had a great time. Uh, We did the goddamn comedy jam last night. That was a fucking blast. I sang don't stop believing, which was Josh's idea. It was Josh's idea. And because I can't sing, and I know the words of Don't Stop Believing." Don't Stop believing. See, I can't sing. One day I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to become a singer. And when I'm like 80, and I'm going to be like an exclusive cruise ship singer. That's what I'm going to be. I only sing on cruise ships and I only sing dirty R&B songs. So all I sing is my neck, my back. But in the style of jazz so you're not you're kind of like what did she just say It's like my neck my back my pussy and my crack like that you won't even know it'll be like the irony is it'll be jazz scat but also scat because it's my neck my back my pussy and my crack you're welcome new genre see Chaplin, you you probably can't hear him on the microphone but he's always a fucking party starter Chaplin! I can't wait for the studio to open. Well, the news is already broke because I'm on the platform. I am a part of the Cloud 10 family. Thank you to everybody at Cloud 10. Thank you to Sim and Sahiba. You guys are awesome. I'm so excited to be a part of it. We are there on our new platform. And Art19 was amazing. Thank you to everybody at Art19, Kathy and Roddy. You guys have always been so supportive, but we are in a new one now, new hosting and new company. So that was a part of the news of everything that was sort of changing through the past few months and things that I wanted to reveal to you guys. Ah, we're on cloud 10. Thank you so much. And that being said, we will be in studio soon. By the time I come back from Greece, Deb and I will be fucking it up in the studio at cloud 10. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, I feel bad for, you know, the audio issues we've had in the past and just all the things that sort of go wrong and things that come up. I feel bad. But thank you guys for your patience with everything that sort of pops up once in a while when you're when you're running a small business which essentially a podcast is a small business, but we about to go biz, big business, biz, 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 biz. Um, Enough of my babbling. Let's get into these Dr. P questions. We have a whole bunch of them. I haven't had time to toss any up on the IG story, so they're all coming here to the podcast, which is fun. Let's see what we can get into. I haven't really screened them, so I'm going in cold turkey. You know how I like to do. First up. Crazy Paul, what is the best remedy for depression and why is it farts? (laughs) That's a solid, solid question. Depression and farts go hand in hand or hand to mouth as you're cupping the fart, cup of cheese style, old school video. You know, farts are funny. You you don't have to, you're you're not going to get an argument out of me farts are funny. It, it's it's a part of my brand. It's what how I was raised. I don't care what anyone says about it. They make me laugh. I won't excuse them. Well, I will if it's I know it's gonna be a room clearer. I'll excuse myself. But the best cure for depression, the best remedy, that's a loaded question because all depression is not created equal. Now like those of you listening, I, there is a, you know, a disclaimer. Surgeon General's Jesse May Warning, I'm not a doctor. I don't claim to know everything. I love to give advice. I love to share what I've done wrong and what I've learned. So I'm not claiming that any of this is factual. I'm not saying I am a doctor. I am not a doctor. This is, you have to enter with caution with everything I say because I'm just a human being. I fuck up too. But for me, the best remedy for depression, you know, depression is a big scale. There's all different types of depression. Some of it's induced by medication. Some of it is because of epi- epigenetics. Some of it can be as a result of trauma to your brain, physical trauma to your brain. There's so many different entrances into the world of depression. So, first, we need to isolate what that is. I think. What is the depression? What is the source of the depression, first of all? And sometimes we just don't know. It can be environmental factors, it can be your diet. You know, they always say, food creates mood. So one of the best remedies for myself, the second best is food. Food is communication to your body. It is meant for nutrition. Food is really not meant to be enjoyed, but it is so wonderful to enjoy. Things do taste good because it encourages you to eat the right things. But sometimes the right things can give us a major allergy. The things that taste good can give us an allergy. So there's also a huge spectrum to the food world. But food creates the mood. you got to make sure you're getting your B vitamins. Your B vitamins are vital for your mood. Also, I find a lot of uh, adaptogenic implementation to your diet is huge. M- mushrooms, all types of mushrooms, chaga, reishi, ashwagandha is really good for mood. You can even find some mood benefits from cordyceps and lion's mane. Lion's mane giving you a little bit of energy, but sometimes having a little bit of energy can get you out of your mood, which brings me to my first and best remedy for depression, movement, blood flow. You got to get your blood flowing. Some depression is caused by anxiety, caused by a poor diet and toxicity, oxidative stress, all of these things that your body can undergo because of various things going on in your life. And inertia creates a lot of issues. So the the remedy antidote to inertia and depression can be movement. Exercising is so fucking vital. Exercise may be the most important thing for you. First of all, blood flow is going to get rid of a lot of toxicity in your body. It's going to bring oxygen to your organs. It's going to bring nutrients to your organs. It's just some one of the most important things and best things you can do. And it doesn't have to be this big undertaking. You don't have to like fucking go and raise a car or flip car truck tires. It doesn't have to be that fucking serious. It just needs to be some sort of movement, some movement, a, a, a walk around the block. Start small. You know, jerking off doesn't count. Even though your heart rate gets up, you got to get out of the house and you can't. You, you. I will say a brisk jerk walk. I don't recommend it. It's not good for your neighbors, but maybe just in circles around your house, start there and then Stop drinking off and put your pants on and go out into the world. Whatever you need to do to get yourself moving, fucking do it. It's it's huge for depression. But also getting your circadian rhythm in check is huge for fighting off and staving off depression as well because if you're not getting your circadian rhythm in check, you're not getting the sleep you need. And if you don't sleep, we all know that totally fucks us up. Uh, Not getting enough sleep is it's linked to so many issues in our life. um, So many ailments, depression. First of all, dementia is linked, you know, having a lack of sleep is linked to, to developing the development of dementia. So sleep, your diet, getting outside, getting some exercise and sex, get some sex. You need some things to release those positive hormones. You need, you need a little bit of serotonin release. I want to give a sh-, sh shout out to our sponsors. Lately, honestly, I have been listening to a lot of Smartless. I, if you guys have listened to my other podcasts and just have heard me in general, I freaking love Smartless. It's one of my favorite podcasts. It's with Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and the one and only Sean Hayes. And I have been doing it on my new, amazing Raycon wireless earbuds. I actually got a pair. Humble brag. And they sound k- 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 crisp. It sounds amazing. Uh, their everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. And when you optimize, the, um, when you use those optimized gel tips, it just sticks right in your ear nice. It feels like someone who's coming home after a long day of work. They just stick right in your ear and it feels like home. It feels safe. They're so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. Trust the Jesse May. They don't budge. They're not going anywhere. I I still have mine in. I have to sleep with them in because they're stuck. No, they're not that budged, but they they budge just enough. Just enough. And they give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Hello? Giving me energy. Giving me all the energy. And then when you do need to charge it, it's super easy. You can even do it wirelessly. That's hot. That's sexy that wireless charging. Come on, that's the freaking future. And with Raycons, you get the same quality audio as other premium audio brands, but at half the price. Yes, really, half the price. It's true. And it's just amazing. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 49,000 five-star reviews. That's amazing. I want that money for my podcast. So if everybody could just, from Raycon, come over to this page and give us five-star reviews, well, you guys should check out Raycon's Wireless Buds. And my guess is that you're going to want to leave them a five-star review, too. Go to buyraycon.com slash sharp today to get 15% off of your Raycon order. That's buyraycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash sharp, S-H-A-R-P, to get 15% off go to buyraycon.com slash sharp chaplain i'm out here trying to give some advice to people who are feeling depressed and i will offer you up as an as a solution adopting a dog i have three so i won't be that depressed if you take one but Chaplin's my favorite so you can't have him even though he's very vocal today i'm gonna have to give you carlin you're going to have to give them back immediately because I can't live with all all of my dogs. There's a lot of things you can do for depression and sometimes medication. For some people it works, but I, that's not my life. It's not. That's not how I approach things. I, I do believe we are creatures from earth and earth has a lot of remedies for us. And I would rather exhaust the free remedies that we have. Obviously food's not free, but movement is free. Sunshine is free. You got to start where you have the most resources. So start there. And you know, you can combine, you can kill two birds with one stone by going out for a jog in the sun. Just 20 minutes. Fuck it. Start with five and work your way up. Um, And it's not easy. I'm not sitting here like, oh, it's so easy to work out every day. I haven't worked out for the week and a half that I've been under the weather and it's been the worst sleep in the however long I've been working out six days a week, which has been over a year at this point. So I know it's a hard thing to implement into your life, but what's harder sitting around doing nothing, feeling like shit, not sleeping. All the things that come along with that are 20 minutes of something, 20 minutes of just a little bit of fucking brute force and pain, sweat it out, figure it out, get it done. No, one's going to fucking do it for you, bro. Crazy Paul. Paul, uh, let's move on here. Liz Kidalap, Kidalapade, Liz Kidalper. <clears throat> Just love your chill ass, optimistic perspective. Four hearts. Thank you, Liz Kidalper. Liz Kidalper, you sound like a new couch at IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a new fucking IKEA couch. You sound like a new chair I have to put together from IKEA. I love you. Oh, she came back. Um, we also have anxiety about death okay wait i see there's um I, I the question is split into two okay liz asks no question but just want you to know that my sister-in-law loves you so much and bond over you on the daily we also have anxiety about death and you're so awesome with it and i oh i got cut off sweetie i don't know where the rest of it went <laughs> Sorry, your question, it, 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 there's not that much space to put in there, but I appreciate the, you could have emailed me all this. Email me, comedy at gmail.com. But what I'm getting from what I've read is you and your sister-in-law scissor and, and talk about me. Love it. Love that for us. And you have anxiety over death. Yeah, the, the death anxiety that we experience, I think it's directly correlated to the mystery of why and how we came to be obviously we know about evolution or creation whatever your fucking belief is but you know that's cute uh no i to each their own we came from monkeys anyways um or was it chimpanzees are those the same thing i don't know i i honestly think death is such an anxiety inducing topic because we don't really know where we came from we have an idea there's speculation No one can tell us for sure. That's the reality of it. There was a supernova that created a fucking planet and a star and the next thing you know there's Earth and other inhabitable planets that are just floating around and fucking nothing that's expanding into nothing. What the fuck is it expanding into is what I want to know. If the universe is expanding what's taking up the place it's moving into? Because like when I go from like a one bedroom to a two bedroom, the delineation there is apparent. Like, I know I'm getting like this much extra square footage and I can see it. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I get an extra, you get an extra fucking room. You get an extra space to do whatever your fucking Pilates or, you know, room for activities. You get, you get that. But, but what's the universe fucking expanding into? Where's that going? What does that look like? I, should have prefaced, but we don't, like I need to. I am on an edible, and an empty stomach edible. I just came from recording the deuce. So this is where my mind is at. And I think that alone, the expansion of the universe, and then you add in death, and then another layer of our origin. Right there, the universe, our origin, and death, it's a lot. It's a lot. And no wonder we have some, some anxieties and depression. No wonder we have that. The very nature of how we came to be and where we're going and how we're getting there, that being our creation, the universe and death are a lot to chew on. Those are the biggest mysteries truly. And um, I can understand you having anxiety about death this is the thing I used to talk about and I'm already, even though we just filmed a part, a portion of my special, cause we're going to be filming it. We're taking a creative Liberty on how we're filming the special. I've already in my mind have two specials ready down the line. And one of them is dealing with death and the topic of death. So funny. <laughs> one of the funniest topics ever. Things that make people spiral in the night. Death. You ready to laugh? Remember remember, nothing? You can't, but that's what you're going into. The whole thing about death is that it's the only human experience that we can't really report on. Our birth is unique. We don't remember it. We haven't formed, obviously, a a, a memory capacity at that point yet. Maybe we have, and we just don't have the ability to connect with that. Who knows? The brain is a huge fucking mystery as it is. But besides birth, which we can still sort of wrap our mind around, I think coming into the world, we have so much more understanding than leaving. Because when you come into the world, the experience is being had. And I think death is so anxiety-inducing because... Of it, just ending, and we don't have the experience beyond that. I'm not talking about ghosts. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I'm talking about what happens after. And maybe this is a, a a moot point. There's a lot of you out there. It's like nothing fucking happens after. That's it. You you fucking live and you die. Sure, if you need that binary existence, that black and white existence, that's fine. And I understand that. And sometimes, some days, I choose that ideology to get me through the day because it's too much to go oh we're expanding into space and we fucking die what does it mean i'm in a mood of expansion of conversation as it is right now so i think the idea of death is so anxiety inducing for us because we can't report it no one can experience death and be like that oh, was so cool it's the one thing that we all experience yet none of us can really yelp Not that you would yelp your mom's womb. Like, I mean, it was warm. A little tightly packed. Not enough space to really move around. One star. Can you imagine yelping your mother's womb? It's a little hot. It was hot and the food sucked. It was hot. The food sucked. And the waiter was rude. Hey. Sorry, guys. I've been gone all day, so they're like acting up. Chaplain! No! I hope that answered your question about death or at least shed some light on it for you. Tatum Temple. What's the real difference between confidence and arrogance? Don't get it twisted. I think confidence is quiet and arrogance is loud. I think arrogance has a sound to it. And confidence is understated i think confidence is a vibe a natural energy and arrogance takes more energy i think arrogance is an active emotion i think it's an active state of being and i think confidence is just being confidence is is the essence and arrogance is the image and there's a fine line between that i think Anytime you need to sort of sell yourself or verbally explain something is more arrogant, but you can also say something confidently. But oh, people are playing with their dogs. I thought there was a homeless man screaming at my door. Hold on, Chaplin. Enough. Hey. Sorry, guys. Apology. Apology. Maybe we'll just have Deb sneak out the f- third time that I've yelled at my dogs. Yeah. Confidence is, is cooler. I think confidence is cooler and you know, an arrogant person. I, I think when it comes down to the type of person who's confident and the type of person who's arrogant, you always want to hang out with the confident person. The arrogant one just rubs you the wrong way. <clears> Rot <throat> roh Hopefully it's just plant dust. Rutro. She's sneezing. Okay, I gotta handle this. Hold on. Well, guys, now I only have two dogs. A bitch has got to do what a bitch has got to do. Can't wait to get into the studio. I mean, who's who am I kidding? I'll still bring the dogs to the studio. We're going to have to deal with it. I hope that answered the question, Tatum Temple. Confidence is essence and arrogance is image. Essence is something you live in. And image is something you portray. That's what I think. Drewski. How many wings can you eat in a minute? I'm trying to think how long a minute is. See, when you think about time. Oh, God. Mm, raw, raw. When you think about time, like a minute, if you consider a minute, it's a lot longer than it really is. In my mind, a minute seems so long right now. But I'm going to say in a minute. I need to know where the chicken wings from. Not all chicken wings are created equal. Really good wings come right off the bone. So if we're going for a fresh wing, I probably could slice and dice about eight. I don't know if that's a lot. I feel like it's a lot. I feel like that's a championship number right there. But if we're talking like bullshit wings from some bullshit place off the side of the highway with a lot of breading on it, I'm not getting through more than two. You know when sometimes you eat a wing and you're still eating the wing? You left the restaurant three weeks ago and you're still chewing on the wing. (coughs) <coughs> I love a good chicken wing in Syracuse, New York there's um my dad's old watering hole the change of pace uh, north side of Syracuse and they make the most delicious wings just absolutely suck them right off the bone That that sounds gross that just sounds bad <laughs> I'm gonna suck that wing right off the bone but It's just one of those things. You're like, go to change your pace. They got good wings. Let's see what else we have. I am Jay Barsky. I'm impressed with my ability to read that. What do you prescribe to go to sleep? Almost the same as I would prescribe for depression. The thing about sleep and depression is they're intrinsically linked. One creates the other and vice versa. So you, I think, can treat them almost the same. If you're depressed, you're not going to sleep well. And if you're not sleeping well, you can develop depression. So luckily, you can also kill two birds with one stone. Probably shouldn't say kill in the words describing depression. But getting sunshine, getting that circadian system set up, exercising. Let me tell you. You will 100% sleep better when you exercise, 100%. I'd be surprised if there was any person who didn't experience better sleep when you exercise. The only thing you have to consider is not exercising later at night. It takes your heart rate something like two to three hours to calibrate itself and, and lower itself and sort of create, you know, a regular heartbeat. If you're working out within three hours before you go to bed, it's going to be harder because your heart rate's going to be increased and it takes a while to decompress. Get your workout done in the morning. I'm telling you, go for a walk. Just start small. People take too big of a, a goal and make it more difficult than it needs to be. And then the goal never gets achieved. That's why I write thousands of lists. That's why I'm so detail-oriented because all those little things add up to the bigger thing. So even when I started to create a meditation habit, I started really small, five minutes with a guide and worked my way up more and more and more and more and more and you eventually create a habit. There's a really great book by Charles Duhigg. I think that's his name. I think it's called the habit loop and it can help with all this. It can help with sleep and depression. And it it basically is just setting you up to train you to create a new habit. It's all about your cues. It's all about your routine, but sleep, you got to work out. You're going to, you're going to sleep better if you work out. It's also, you know, some people respond well to melatonin, (coughs) Coughing and sneezing is, this is great. This is not scaring me at all right before my fucking grease trip. Melatonin is known to help. Sometimes. CBD is sometimes smoking a little bit of the chiba chiba, getting a little bit of the blizzy, a little bit of the jazz cabbage, a little bit of the, the broccoli, you know, a fatty, a skinny, a spliff, a joint, a blunt. Sometimes that can help. Osea, Osea, I've been saying it right. Everyone said you're saying it wrong. No, I'm saying it right. Osea, it's honestly, it's magical. Let me just tell you this: Osea is magical. They they sent me their products, and I don't, especially with skincare, I'm very very picky. But they, I'm shook. I'm shooketh. Osea shooketh me to the core. Truly magically deeply shook me to the core. The skin sensitive sensitivity that I have is ridiculous. I have the most sensitive skin. I'm just a sensitive person. 222 is my angel number. It is just organic. It literally feels 100% natural. Their hyaluronic acid gel is freaking amazing. It, I literally feel like it came out of an ocean creature, not in a bad way but like in a really clean, natural way, not like somebody's squeezing an ocean creature. <laughs> they have award-winning cleansers, serums, and face moisturizer. And they're even known for creating incredible body products like their famous body oil, which is just, you. I can't even begin to tell you. I really can't the the, the oil, the body oil. Don't, don't come at me because it's ridiculous. It's so good. And since 1996, Osea has been creating clean and vegan and cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. That feels pretty great to put something on your face and know that it's good for the planet. And the rich, the rich texture, it feels so good and it it just that that what is it? The body butter. <gasps> the texture of the body butter changed my life. It changed my freaking life. And you guys can have your life changed as well at oseamalibu.com. And you can get a special discount just from my listeners. 10% off your first order site-wide with promo code SHARP, S-H-A-R-P, at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. You also get free samples with every order. And orders over $50 get free shipping. Go now. Get the body butter. Get the body oil. Thank me later, you're gonna want it all. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code SHARP. But the one thing about weed sometimes, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced when you smoke or have an edible before bed and it fucks up your sleep. Cause it doesn't allow you to get that. There's a level of sleep where weed can inhibit you achieving. I think it's like the, the slow sleep, the slow sleep zone. I gotta Google it now. There's a certain level of sleep. What level of sleep? See, the doctor? This is a sign of a very evolved doctor. One that Googles. What level of sleep does Mary Joanna fuck up? That's the kind of doctor I want. Marijuana, fuck up. Let's see what we got. This is what Deb will be doing in the studio. Um, marijuana may make sleep worse. See, it's all about knowing how many hours of sleep you need to function, first of all. And knowing what you need to fall asleep. They say having a cold room makes it nice. And you know, I didn't know. I read that wearing socks can help you sleep better, which just makes my skin crawl. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Socks in bed. I want to fucking kill myself. Just the sound. Just the sound of the socks under the sheets. But apparently that can help you also achieve a better body temperature. Uh, Let's see. Um, There's a sleep disturbance with heavy marijuana uh, use in adults. Marijuana may help some people sleep on the short term or through intermittent use continual use can make insomnia worse the effects of marijuana on sleep in intermittent users may be similar in part because of uh because of those of alcohol where improvements in sleep i don't know what that that sentence is strange somebody must have been asleep when they wrote this basically there's a level of sleep i don't know what the fuck it is i'll include this article that marijuana can affect and it has to do with you know, it preventing you from not achieving this level of sleep and fucking up this level of sleep. So you got to test and see what works for you. But I guarantee working out will work and suck a dick. Will Bond, afraid to switch jobs, devil, no unknown situation, treated bad, underpaid advice. You know what I always say about fear? You got to go right into that fucker. You got to go right in that fucker and explode it. So if you're afraid of switching jobs, you should most definitely switch your job switch it. You know, what we're usually afraid of is what we can achieve, not what we can't achieve. We're usually afraid of the things we know we can accomplish. And we're afraid of the unknown. Obviously, that is the antithesis of our ability to survive. We need to know things to survive. That's why we become acclimated to our environment. That's why we no longer smell what our house smells like. You ever go into somebody else's house and you can smell it? You walk into your own house, you don't really smell it. Because those smells are the signal of safety. And so if there's a smell that is new, something new introduced into your territory, you're like, what the fuck is that smell? And it's always, like, it's always balls. It's always taint. Every time there's a new smell in your house, it's taint. So the the unknown is scary for us because it threatens our survival. But the thing about that is when it comes to jobs, You never know how it's going to fucking turn out. You ever have those instances in your life where you think something's going to be so amazing and you're so sure it is and it wasn't? And then the opposite can happen where you're like, this is not going to change my life and it ends up changing your life. I think if you just go into it with an open mind, first of all, find what you want to do. Not everybody has this luxury, but if you fucking work hard enough, you can achieve anything. It's all about your fucking mindset. It really is. You're going to be your own worst enemy. You're going to be your own worst critic. And you're also going to be the one that tells you you can't do things. We create these thoughts ourselves. And I truly think knowing what you're good at, knowing what you really love to do, it, it could only it could only produce really great opportunities to follow those things, what you love and what you're good at. So get the fuck out of this job that underpays you and treats you bad. What? Are you a glutton for punishment? come on get the hell out of that job what is the job are you in a fucking office if you have to press a suit and show up and these assholes don't treat you well i'd be fucking pissed if i had to take out an iron to go be treated like shit i don't iron anything if i had to fucking steam a shirt my blouse if i even had even to put on a blouse to go sit next to trish with her gross tuna sandwich every day get the fuck out of town no way not me, not now, not never. Not never. Okay. Let's see. Uh, we got a couple more here. Roshelli T. Rose. Roshelli T. This could go either way. Ro Shelley T. Or R. O. Shelley. Are you Irish? Well, Rosh. Shosh. Roshank. Strong strength redemption. What's your fave mushroom strain? Whatever someone hands me, I haven't really gotten too much into the strain of mushroom. It's more about the dose for me and the product. I have a really great product that I use, and uh, microdosing on an empty stomach changes the game. I did. Uh, I was microdosing on shrooms when I did the goddamn comedy jam, and went to the after party as well. Felt great. It feels like you're walking around in a bouncy house. Remember walking around those bouncy houses as kids? It could either be traumatic or exhilarating. You ever walk around and you run and you go so fast and then you fall and you land like in the crevice between the floor and the wall and you're like stuck inside the fucking bouncy house and it feels like you're back in the womb. feels like you're stuck in like your mother's fallopian tube. That's probably the closest we're going to get to feeling like we're back in the womb, just getting a bouncy house. Someone should create a bouncy house for an adult and, and make it look like a woman's legs. And then you go into the bouncy house and you're like back in the womb. And then you can just reconnect with God. That's what I would do. That would be a good thing to have like a shroom party. Just a, a womb bouncy house. Blakey Sherms. Does the doctor have any movie recommendations? Mm. What did I watch? I just re-watched Hot Tub Time Machine. So funny. I just re-watched. I did a couple like throwbacks. I rewatched that. I rewatched Wedding Crashers, which was out loud funny. I was laughing out loud on the plane. It's such a good plane movie. I am trying you know, I, I haven't written down the movies that I've watched, and I probably should have because I've watched a bunch. There was uh there was a scary movie that I watched recently. You are not my mother wasn't bad that one was pretty exciting and a little bit scary. There is well, now I'm going to have to go on my app because now I got to tell you what I've been watching prime video. I also watched all of grace and Frankie. I know it's not a show or that's not a movie. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, please. Grace and Frankie was amazing all the way to the end. I started, I know this isn't, these aren't movies, but I started to watch the outer range. With Josh Brolin. Highly recommend it. I, I went right through that fucker. Okay. um, Yeah. You Won't Be Alone is the movie I watched. I watched Uma with Sandra Oh. Almost. Almost hit the mark. Kind of worth it. Because I just love her. Kind of worth watching. I did not see Studio 666 yet. That's the movie with Dave Grohl. And... um. I was just going to call them Fleetwood Mac. My brain is literally shutting down. Foo Fighters. Star- studio 666 is like a demonic takeover of their studio. Um, The other movie that I watched that was really good was X with Martin Henderson from Virgin River Bitch. Oh, I can't wait for that new season. <coughs> Rut roh She won't stop coughing let's hope it's just the sinus infection kicking back in there's a lot of good movies out there I, I you know i say that there is and there's not i i really miss going to the movies i miss the movie experience it, you know it's something that it's honestly one of my favorite things to do i it's one of my favorite things to do alone i did it alone for years in new york city Cause I get so into movies. I can't stand when people talk during movies. I'm one of those people that will shh the fuck out of you. I will tell you to shut your phone off. I will tell you to shut your mouth. I'll tell you to go back to your house because this is not, this is not the time for you. We don't need to know what you're saying or what you're thinking. What, what's, what, why'd she do that? Motherfucker, it's called a script and you're going to find out the plot points real soon. Okay. What the fuck are you talking for? Why are you fucking? Why are you fucking talking? Well, I wonder what's gonna happen next. Oh, do you think that there's something called a scene that's gonna fucking tell you what the fuck's gonna happen next? If you talk in a movie, you are the spawn of Satan. Okay, you're the spawn of Satan. No one needs, unless you're an elderly person, or somebody who's mentally challenged, or somebody who just has no other excuse. They, 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 they have. That's just what it is. I'm still going to fucking yell at you. I'm still going to yell at you. I might throw a shoe at the back of your old ass head. Kick your, kick your, your hearing aid up. Give you a new battery. Okay. What's he saying? And it's always at like a pivotal point. It's always at like the point where we hear the most important part of the movie. And someone just forgot to shut their phone off. You just, you're that oblivious to what's going on in the world that you just, you couldn't go like this. That's all, this is all you had to fucking do. That, just a little scooch. Nope, too busy in your fucking life. There's a special place in hell for people who talk in movies. But yeah, there's a lot of good ones. X is awesome. I highly recommend X. I That was so well shot. It was a throwback. <clears throat> Felt like a real fucking 70s throwback. And was so well acted. It was alarming. I loved the message. You gotta go watch it. In a Myag. In a Myag. See, this could go either way too. It could be in a Myag. It could be in a mayag it could be inamaya inamana anaman anamana piah <clears throat> what kinds of meditation do you do guided i do do guided meditation but my guided meditation is guided by sounds sounds that tap into the frequency that can kick in that theta mode in your brain it's it definitely took some time to work up to that to get my brain to latch onto that noise to be able to experience the benefit of meditation and a lot a lot of things for me come out of necessity so you know losing my mom losing my dad I needed to meditate I was so sad I needed something to like gravitate to. I needed something for my brain to escape to. I needed to feel a place to lay down, like a place to really put my worry and my stress and my sadness. And meditation creates such a space for so many different things. It created a real space for me to unpack the sadness. I didn't even know that's what I was doing. I'll go in deeper on, on a grief survival guide episode. I'll be recording that in Greece and a couple other episodes of the podcast. Hopefully we can get some guests while I'm there and the Wi-Fi isn't too shoddy. But the types of meditation I do now, it's from the Insight Timer app. It's not They don't sponsor me. They should. It's an awesome app. There's so many different levels of meditation. Minutes, you can do one minute. Again, just start with one minute. Everyone says they can't do something. Well, that's because you're you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, you can't do an hour of meditation at first. No, maybe you can. Not with that, that with that attitude. You can do anything with the right attitude. <clears throat> but start with a minute because then you can say you meditated and do a minute and then the next day maybe do another minute and the next day do two and then three and work your way up. Work your way up to a successful outcome stop psyching yourself out with the impossibility of it all just start and for me I started with a voice telling me what the fuck to do because that's the type of brain I have I need someone to go do this this is how you do it and when you're done you do this it's instructions for your mind to calm the fuck down and it's great it really is days I don't meditate or exercise prioritize my health. Those are the days I don't have the greatest day, but because it's almost a non-negotiable for me, it is a non-negotiable for me at this point, my health. That's why I feel like I'm firing from a place of real presence in a, a place of, I feel like I've been on top of the microphone, a place of real presence and a place of authenticity for the first time in my entire life. I have felt that and it, I can attribute it to an amalgamation of things that I do, but individually, they are all things that I think people could benefit from. If you're just doing meditation, great. That's start there and see where that takes you. But to say this doesn't work or to, you know, to keep talking about it and not doing it, you're only wasting time for yourself. You're only limiting the full life you can have. So if you want to start meditating, start meditating. Just do a minute. And the Insight Timer has like music. I suggest if you want to do it, I would do a minute, but I would I, I guess from this standpoint, I would do longer, but don't do a minute. And do um, find the high, you can click on each video and you can find the rating and also the views or listens. The ones that have the higher listens, I have gravitated towards, and it's almost like a Yelp review. They are mainly really great. So just check through so you're not wasting your time and then you get a couple of like girls that are like, hey guys, it's Becky and we're going to meditate the fuck out of this today. So breathe in and breathe out (laughs) like you don't want to get that. You want like a, you know, you want a guy who's like, are you ready to meditate? Please don't like I need I need an accent. This isn't me being racist. This is me saying what I, the, the standards I have is an actual yogi, not some girl who, you know, started wearing Lulu melons and, and drinking fit tea. I'm sorry. There's also a special place for you in hell. And it's right next to the people who talk during movies, it's people who are fake, fake, like gurus. You're, Bethany, you are not an organic chef you live at home and your mom's got a tomato tree and you keep taking the tomatoes does not mean that you are an organic chef. And just because you can breathe well doesn't mean you can do meditation apps. I think the voice should be vetted. There's a couple of really beautiful accents. I, I love a man with an accent. For some reason that helps you meditate. Someone with an accent, somebody who's not... American. Glenn Harold, I think his name, British guy. Amazing. He's like, you're going to fall asleep, 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 asleep. You are getting tired, 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 tired. And this, you're like, where is he? And you're focusing on where he is. And you're like, next thing you know, you're like, Aah. I don't know if that's how Cosby did it, but Glenn Harold puts me to sleep real fucking quick. He has a way of like moving his voice around and producing it to have your mind grab onto it and you never know where it's gonna be. So you're so focused on like where's that fucker coming from next? And the next thing you know, he's like, I'm over here, I'm over here, I'm over here, I'm over here. So I need, you know, I need basically an Indian man or a British magician to put me to sleep. Highly recommend it. Truly. We have a fuck load more questions. We're gonna save those for the next Dr. P, which will be recorded in Greece. I'm going to Greece to film for Netflix. It's fucking awesome. I was on Instagram before I got on to record, and I saw that my friend Brad Williams, his father, passed away. I never met his dad. I love Brad. And, you know, it just it obviously I can relate to that. And also yesterday, my one of my first boyfriends sent me a message saying that his father had passed away. And I guess I'm just saying this to say, you know, we all sort of go through these changes in life. And I think a lot of us can feel like we're alone or not know where to turn. And COVID sort of changed the dynamic of relationships so much. I guess I say it to say that, you know, no matter what you think you're going through alone, that a lot of people, if not most people are experiencing what you're experiencing and you're not alone and don't think you're a burden for reaching out to your friends if you need uh, someone to talk to or someone to just understand what you're going through, and and know that this life it really is fucking precious, and each moment you spend, every little fucking moment, can be accounted for at the end. So that's why I. I put my health first and it's non-negotiable because I want those moments to be amazing and I want to be able to be present for people and, and live from a place of endless energy and, and vigor for life. So get out there and fucking exercise. Get some sun. Prioritize your health. It, you will only feel better. 100% will feel better. Even just a little bit. Once you start feeling a little bit better, then you start to do things to make you feel a lot better. So hope this episode made you feel a lot better. We're going to have more Dr. P questions on the next Dr. P episode. If you guys want to email your questions, you can email those at comedy at gmail.com. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week.